Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samuel 64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside... Steve the American Killjoy. And we're missing Anderson this week because it's his wife's birthday, so a uh, very happy birthday to you, Taylor, out there if you're listening, and uh, hope you're having a nice day. Uh, we have two guests this week for uh, the episode 7 review of BattleBots 2019. Introduce yourself, guest number one. Hello, uh, my name's Anthony Murney, otherwise known as Too Many Milk 8908 on YouTube. And guest number two. Hey, I'm Dave. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm Dave Moles from uh, Team Carbide. Hello, Dave. Uh, welcome. First time for you, Anthony. You've been here with us before. Um, yes. <laughs> I, have, I have to talk about the, the drop zone quickly because you and Steve are absolutely smashing it this season. Like every episode, like you just pull out the stops. I'm like, how the consistency is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's it can be it can be fun and uh, crazy and and mad, but you know that's just the way we live. Absolutely, absolutely, and obviously. Um, I don't know how much I can talk about Anime Anarchy season two yet, but is, the moment. Is, 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 is it is it far away? <laughs> uh, we just uh, finished filming uh, Battle of the Builders, and I have Ooh. to say after this one, uh, yeah, series two is going to be absolutely mental because uh, the spinners have went completely batshit. <laughs> 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 they've, they've literally took out uh, one of the arena walls. Oh, Which is starting to scare me now. now with the <laughs> so I was like, uh-oh. You have to start <laughs> like real or about to, worse? Yeah, you have to start taking that thing up to a, like a serious anime arena soon, I think. It's, it can't be far away. Yeah, it's starting to get to that point now after the the, the last fight we had. was like, okay, uh, <laughs> this is getting a wee bit... Wee bit uh, we need polycarb now. We need to start investing yeah. that stuff. <laughs> and obviously, Dave, you're obviously renowned, I think, the world over for robot combat now. You've won one over here in the UK. You've won in China and... Not quite the US yet, but um... yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, we'll see we can do, so. I do have to talk about you know, obviously, winning Robot Wars. First of all, I have to talk about that a little bit. Obviously, Carbide yeah. kind of was the class of the field for most of the the show's rerun, if you like. Um, yeah. Were you were you tempted to bring a horizontal again to BattleBots this season, or is it always going to be a vert? Uh, we we talked about it. We looked into it, but we just thought. We, we we want to bring something that's kind of got a chance, and we look at who else is going, and you know their reputation and what sure. they've done, and all this kind of stuff. And um, basically, we thought if we get drawn up against Tombstone or Horizontal, that's like a bigger diamond than ours, and it's fundamentally flawed to lose in that way. Yeah. Just just because his bar's longer, he's going to outreach us. So we we could do the thing driving back into him with the wedge and trying to get up in but it gets messy um yeah so we wanted to bring something new really that we thought would be competitive and if it wasn't going to be competitive against a certain machine we could you know modify it slightly whereas the the, the new machine new new cobalt's a lot more kind of well-rounded and more modular in a sort of sense and carbide was just kind of this is what it is and that's that's that so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. we just wanted to bring something that was you know a bit more well-rounded and stood more of a chance in the states so hopefully this one does <laughs> well, I mean it's been okay so far obviously I, I want to you know kind of talk a little bit about the, your first two fights very briefly obviously Sub-Zero was I mean that was amazing just <laughs> pulling it apart you know piece by piece was something obviously the duck fight which I think the, everyone on the, in the internet's had their opinion on at this point um, yeah obviously <laughs> well you're you know kind of how do you feel that your season's gone up to this point so far um, really well I mean the Sub-Zero fight was a great opener for us. Um, it was kind of like the optimum kind of opposition for us, really. Um, 
yeah, they, they haven't got the strongest of armor and all that kind of stuff, and we we did a good job on that. Um, they were pleased with how it went. Um, so it was a good kind of way to bed the machine in, uh, kind of get a feel for the arena and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we didn't feel it quite well enough for the second fight. <laughs> it was, I mean, how that went. In in fairness, I think you know it was a good loss to have, really. Like you, you, yeah. I, I think you won, you you had the fight won. It just didn't win it <laughs> yeah yeah well it's kind of there's like a thing between winning and losing because you can yeah. lose a match in yeah. your first four fights and still win it in a way yeah because because it goes to like um a decision panel of you know who put on the best fights and if you lose but you put on an amazing show you've still kind of won yeah in a way because the mm-hmm. point system it, it only really matters if everyone comes to the same amount of points and everyone had a boring fight you know what i mean yeah absolutely so, but if you lose, but you put on a spectacular, you know, fight doing it, then you're still kind of won in a way. So we weren't really too bothered. I kind of like the fights that we lose the best because you learn more from it sure. in a weird way. So if you if you just win every fight and it goes easily, like like kind of like our bombshell one came across on TV, mm-hmm. you could kind of see my face after that fight. I was disappointed with it because it just yeah we won, we got you know we got the point and all that kind of stuff, but. It kind of sucks at the same time because yeah. it was just. Yeah. I, I know those guys could have done better, and yeah. you want more of a fight, them. definitely. Yeah, they're, they're they're just having a rough rough season, so. Um, yeah, we'll it's it's good to have a good scrap. If you win at the end of it, even better. But if you lose, but you lose well, then that's just as good. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a very nice sentiment. Shall we uh, actually crack on with the the episode itself? Oh boy. Uh, this, I mean, first of all, we start off with uh, Death Roll and Quantum, which is kind of like the Kingabot season one final we never got. Um, right, yeah. Because um, obviously Death Roll loosely related to Great White, which I think was it semi finalist in the end in that in that show. I think so. I, I, I can't can't remember exactly, but they they, were, they they went fairly deep into the tournament and I, I think kind of harshly lost. And obviously, Quantum mm. is um, related to Spectre. Um, this is definitely an advert for redundancy on your uh, on your machines because obviously you saw the the one uh, pulley on death roll just snap clean in two. Mm-hmm. It, still had, it still had that other one, and it it just it really gave out those amazing hits to Quantum, and you know Quantum took took them quite well to start with, but I don't know. Eventually, just ground it down. It was crazy. Yeah, I think I think like James said at the end of their fight, they've got one fundamental thing wrong with their machine. Um, and, you know, that kind of messed them up throughout the competition, which is unfortunate. But I'm, sh- I'm sure they'll sort that out for next time if, if they do another one, if there's another season. But, um, yeah, Death, Death Roll's a great machine. There's a lot of redundancy in there. They're a great team, and they deserve to do well, really. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think you were put it quite well. I mean, the fact that, you know, Quantum, I think it was fairly, not rushed together, but, like, it was it was a very hectic time to get it together in time. I, I seem to remember mm. them starting quite late. Yeah, so, that's standard. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This, this is this is true. Well, it's hard to put. It's hard to put your money behind something until the show actually, like, well, first of all, green lights, and also says, "Hey, we're, we we want you to come here." So, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you have hopefully you've ample time and you've already designed it. You know. <laughs> I think I think that's a risk that some teams take and some teams just won't because if you look yeah. at machines like um, Hypershock and Witch Doctor and those kind of guys, yeah, um, they're all they'll work. start. They've probably started thinking about season five already. They'll start yeah. developing and all that kind of stuff, and and they give themselves a head start at the cost of risking it never ever happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. and everyone else who like is a bit more 
you know, a bit more wary and doesn't want to spend all that money without like a definite, this is happening and you're in, you know, it's, there's an advantage to that. Um, so I, th- I think the quantum guys are the same as us. They held back to us and said, yeah, you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, some things can get overlooked. I think that was one of them really. So hopefully they sort it out for the next few matches anyhow, because there, there was plenty of tools in the, um, in the pits and, you know, you got the tour map guys there, the Lincoln guys, Mm-hmm. Um, if you need something wild enough and beefing up, then they're there to support you. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see them, them back with uh, an improved front end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony? Okay. Quantum died. Everything's, <laughs> everything's good in the world. Everything's good in the world. <laughs> yeah, Quantum died. Death Roll now at 3 0. I mean, it's very impressive considering, you know, we kind of did our predictions before the start of the season. I kind of had them on the bubble, but just about sneaking in. And I think I need to re you know reassess that one because it's definitely. Looking very good for them, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think I had them in. I, I know I had taken them off of my board once, but I don't know if I actually, when we, because we actually filmed that video twice. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and then I took time to redo my list, and then I think I put Death Roll back on. I'll have to listen to back, back to it again. I think I have, I, I thought I wrote the list down. Maybe I didn't update it, but Death Roll's super scary. And it, they, I mean, with the, the, uh, the time that they spent with Great White in China, I think it, they really got really good time to refine this design, and it's it's yeah. just scary. I at three and zero, oh, this thing. I mean, I think it's top four at this point. I didn't I, say I, the I, same I, thing. It, it, it's just so frightening. I don't. I, I don't know. It, it, all like all that damage it took from from Endgame and still kept running. Like that yeah. that, that that was really impressive. So I, I'm really excited to see who their fourth fight is. Yeah, I think their durability is their probably their biggest strength. Really, the fact that they can just yeah. keep taking those hits and keep going is is uh, spectacular. Mm-hmm. We will move on though from uh, Death Roll and Quantum to Dave and your fight. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a rematch, rematch from 2016. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, two completely different machines. Yeah, it? sure, but sure. I think I think there was a there was a fair bit of that fight was actually edited out that didn't get shown. Um, mm for the reason that the fight would have looked just really boring. But <laughs> the, um, <clears throat> what actually happened, if I speak you through it, was yeah. um, kind of that that hit that you see on the show was actually the second hit. Okay. So the first hit was we went into them, they went into us, whichever, I can't remember what happened there, but we, we hit them. Uh, they flipped upside down instantly. We jumped back straight onto a shard on the floor again. Mm. So they got stuck upside down, we got stuck on the floor, and we were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> so there's actually a rule that I didn't realize because I'm really bad at reading rules. But oh, it happened yeah, within um, the first 20 seconds. Yeah, well, it's the first minute. So yeah. if you're minute, yeah. if you're stuck due to the arena in the first minute, you can restart the fight, um, mm. or you can get. Well, no, sorry, it's, it's classified as an unstick. Right. Um, which I asked, you know, the uh, the main guys at BattleBots about this beforehand. So I just kind of looked looked at the judge and said. We have that unstick, man. And um, <laughs> they were like, yeah, that's fine. Um, production said, can we turn them back over and just start the fight again? I was like, yeah, whatever, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, could, I could have been a dick and said, no, they're upside down. It's, it's not fair. We, we put them there. And, you know, but at the end of the day, we, we thought, that's not a fight. Let's yeah, it's for, for entertainment and, and, value as well. Like you gotta, you know, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so we went again. Same thing happened. Luckily, our wheels actually stayed on the ground for once. But it, again, because... In my eyes, we kind of half lost that because, mm-hmm. you know, what happened in the first half of the match. And, uh, yeah, I think we, we decided to 
I won't say what yet, but he looks at improving that ground clearance issue after that fight. So. I think they should just put Carbide in and just, like, alone, and it's you versus the floor, and whoever wins <laughs> gets the nut. Oh, we'd lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stick it back in there, just chew it up all season. Maybe that's yeah. why they're replacing it this year, who knows. Um, it's a nine-year-old floor, isn't it? Like, they've yeah. had it since... Phew, it's, it, it, it definitely needed some help. Well, you can see, actually, in that fight, um, after... I can't remember what it is, I've only watched it once, but, like, kind of... I think after we hit them, um, and they went in the air and bounced back down on the floor. And I think they took another chunk out of the floor again then. And, you know, they, not to be mean to BattleBots or anything, but they, their crew worked bloody hard maintaining that floor. Yeah. And, yeah. It's hard to bite the hand that feeds you, honestly. Yeah, you, you could make that floor out of anything, and it's going to get damaged. Um, yeah. Because of what, you know, exactly what it does. It takes impacts from massive spinners all day. So um, it, it's hard to make something that is strong enough. And they do a bloody good job of trying to maintain it. But... I think they know that it needs replacing now, and I think they are looking into that, which is which is great for us, really. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously, it, no one wants to see a fight like, as you say, the duck fight, where you kind of you dominate the whole thing and just you lose on a, a technicality almost. But yeah, it's it's you know it is what it is. Ultimately, they, they they provide a big big old box for you to go and play in. So it's yeah, that 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 was frustrating. Um, yeah. just to get stuck like that, like. Going back to what I think Hal said, I listened to your last yes. podcast. And... Yeah, so you, mess- you messaged yeah. me and I was, I, was, I was a bit like, oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so I, just, I just wanted to, to put that straight. Like, I think that Hal said a lot of robots kind of wiggle about when yeah. they're trying to get free and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. Our wheels are so small and light that there's no inertia there, so it just looks like nothing's happening. You know, you can't yeah. see the wheels, but um, Kenny, our teammate, and one of the arena marshals had to lift the robot up off the shard and put it back down on the floor afterwards, so it was okay. definitely beached. Yeah. But the um, that match cost us, you know, the weapon belt stretched a bit. <laughs> so it was spinning a bit slow towards the end, but it was still spinning up. But I think that match cost us like three pound fifty for <laughs> new belt. And like, I think Hal's whole chassis was kind of bent. So I, I say the, the, the pictures. I think I think it was you that posted them. They were, you know, just seeing like the the chunks of aluminium just gone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Dear me. Um. Can answer anything to add to uh, this fight? I mean, if you can call it a fight. <laughs> I loved it. It was a short and sweet, straight to the straight to the thing. But like, uh, I don't know what you've got your what what power you've, you're using the power of your desk, but it just. Will... So you've gone again. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's internet is spectacular, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what what is powering your your disc, by the way? Uh, it's just a Lem one seventy, so it's it's pretty standard motor. Oh, he's back um, again. <laughs> But I think the, the difference between how we do things and how other teams do it is we we kind of gear things pretty um, conservatively. So it's not the mm. fastest spinning weapon or anything like that, but it spins up pretty I mean, quick and everything's thought out from a reliability point of view. Um, okay. mm-hmm. So everything's mounted in a way that it can take shocks all day long and it, it should be pretty damn reliable. So yeah. we, we've never had um, like a mechanical failure as such. So... One, one thing for us really is it's all right having the most powerful biggest spinning weapon in the world but like if everything supporting that is you know not made correctly then what's the point in even going so yeah, yeah. Um, i think i think reliability and getting those um repetitive hits is the main thing for I th- us i think that's what um Michael said last, well, when we had him on before he, he said that the fact that it isn't the most powerful is just that it keeps going and just does not die is the worst yeah. thing for it but, yeah. i think being relentless is the most annoying thing for your competitor yeah. Uh, the person that you're going against, because if they can't kill you, then you've already won the mental game. You just yeah. got to keep going. 
So. Yeah, abso- absolutely, absolutely. Um, we'll move on. We'll move on to Gemini and Tantrum. Now, this was good fun. I really enjoyed this. It, it, it wasn't necessarily the best fight ever, but it was just, it, it was good. I really just, you know, back and forth between them was quite good. You got to see Tantrum's punching weapon, which was great, and it's just, it, it's so small. How do they make it so small? It's it's magic. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Witchcraft. <laughs> the, the fact that that thing is about the same size as one of the Gemini's and twice the weight is just mm-hmm. blows my mind. It... Oh, that that thing is solid. I, I had a couple of looks at it um, when I was at filming, and that's probably one of the strongest machines I've ever seen. It, really? I think the whole chassis is made out of like three billets of aluminium, just bolted together with huge ass bolts, and then like wrapped in. <laughs> AR or hard ox steel, whatever you want to call it, and um, yeah, it's it's it take a lot to break that machine. Yeah, I was on display in Orlando, and I was up next to the flipper, the flipper version of it, and it's it's crazy how small it is, but it is thick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. Um, Anthony, I think you said on the drop zone that the um, one of the Team Panic guys is on um, Gemini. That's on, on yep. the Black Gemini, wasn't he? Yes, he's driving the black one. Yeah, so he is. Um, but uh, this is the first time him driving a heavyweight, so it's interesting to see how well he does. You know, in the next couple of fights, he does. Yeah, I don't think he did that badly, considering you know it, it is very. It's obviously the scaling from heavy to and is and beetle and such is so different. Like kind of to adapt, it's very. I don't know how to describe it because having driven one of each myself, it's kind of like it's almost fluid with the with the heavy. I don't know how to describe it, but it, it, it's a lot more. You can take your time a lot more with way positioning and such. It was, I think he drove quite well, to be honest with you. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't wasn't the worst fight. Considering how it got completely sideswiped I know. at one point <laughs> early on, yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I say it was just a good back and forth, really. I, I you know I enjoyed watching Tantrum carrying Gemini around the box. It wasn't you know the ultimate destruction fest that you know you normally see, but like it, it, it was good. I enjoyed the back and forth. It was. It, is there is there uh, is Tantrum's part still in the arena? Yeah, is it still there? Because like they never really. I thought they were going to be like, oh, it's still here. <laughs> it's in the corner waving at people. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah, it would, but, be, uh... would be a good Easter egg to keep that in there, wouldn't it? But uh, I don't don't think so. Um, anything more to add? I mean, it was. I say it was a fairly decent result, really. Experimental yeah. weapons, man. That's that. I mean, it's yeah. it's something completely different. I it, it just didn't have the bite for me. Yeah, uh, no. it, it it seemed to be missing that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I really liked Tantrum. It was something different, and it drove well. It's well armored. It's strong, reliable machine, and um, I hope he uh, kind of improves on that. Kind of mm-hmm. What happens if he takes Tombstone on again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fairness, you know, as you say, it was. I think it drove a lot nicer than it did last year. It kind of struggled a little bit last season, mm. I, I found. I think this yeah. year it, it just seems a lot more balanced, really. I think that's the only way to put it, really. But mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty nicely summed that one up. Um, Lockjaw and Duck. Ah, oh, yeah. that's fight. This was <laughs> very good. Very good. I enjoyed this. Um, obviously, Duck's still recovering from Dave's beating that it gave it a few weeks ago. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Like you'll have to ask someone off the team, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that was the spare duck. Okay. What? This match. So I said he had two ducks. <laughs> he's got two ducks, and there's two of the. Uh, is it Marvin the spinner? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two of those as well. So I think he just swaps the um, 
you know, the receivers and the speed controls. He's probably got spares of those as well, but they, he had like mm. four complete robots when he turned up. That guy got ah. so uh, uh, Lucky had seven frames. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see why, because, you know, there was a... It's a, it's a TV uh, show. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to fight seven, eight times, you're not, you're not going to be able to, well, realistically, you're not going to be able to do it all on one chassis, but... You know, well, think, well, we had Tim on recently, and like he, he, we we heard his philosophy on this. So yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, if your if your whole design idea is to drive headfirst into spinners until they break, you've got to come with spares. Yeah, and he came well prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the fight with Lockjaw for me, I mean, two excellent drivers. Donald really, really showed his class in this one. Like just. I, every even when he was struggling with the weapon not working, you know, I love the little sidestep and duck run straight into the screws. That was brilliant. Just small mm. things like that. It was, was excellent. Um, you know, causing damage to the front. Obviously, you know, it's, it's going to happen if you if you're running headfirst into a spinner, it's going to damage yourself eventually. But you know, Lockjaw. When, when I first saw Lockjaw last season, the season three one, it was kind of for me. Having seen the previous two seasons, I know obviously he wouldn't. X amount of championships in the classic days, but Lockjaw hadn't really transitioned well into the, like the the modern sport. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought season three, it's a kind of a mid tier, you know, it, it's not doing that well. It struggled against Endgame. It struggled. I can't remember how else it lost against early on. For the life of me, uh, they don't beat Bombshell anyway. They, they were kind of struggling early on, and then ever since that Desperado run, it's just been on a wave of good form it's crazy like the, mm-hmm. the, the tombstone fight okay sure you, you, if you you know you're against tombstone you're always going to be challenged mm-hmm. it just seems to be delivering every single fight now i, I don't know like as it, obviously Dave, i don't know how much you know if he's if he's changed something in particular to this um, season or i think he had a few internal changes i'm not really yeah. sure to be honest with you but mm-hmm. i think maybe rather than saying he's getting more luck this season is to yeah. say that he had less luck last season. Yeah. I mean, Lockjaw's a really nicely designed machine. It's very compact, and uh, I'm a big fan of the way Donald does things. Like, um, I just think his designs are some of the best out there, and they're, they're very much, you know, kind of toy orientated. You know, yeah. they've got like, they just look cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I, I like these machines. Um, personally, I like the Crushy. If you won the best, I can't remember if that, that was still sort of logical, but I think that that was just so nicely designed. He did such a nice job on that, and um, you know, the new one's a lot more competitive, obviously, being a spinner, but um, yeah, hopefully, we see a lot more of him. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'd say a good again, a good loss for Duck, really, and considering it's, it's 2 0 at this point, they can't really complain that they they lost this one, really, because I think Lockjaw was just better on the day, yeah. But, but again, he put on a good fight. So yeah, this is, is it, it a loss? Is it a win? Yeah. You don't really know. Yeah. Would you say that their, maybe their loss is better than, say, your win against Bombshell, for example, really? It's, it's kind of... Yeah. It's, it's yeah, one exactly. of those, a bit, bit of a toss-up, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. Anything more to add? I mean, Damage won the day, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. that and Lockjaw, I think, had had better control. Uh, like, tr- trying to figure out this, this match on points... <laughs> uh, I, I I think that's what swung it. Uh, I mean, Duck kept going at it, but I mean, it, it it it's all about who has a more active weapon and who's doing more with it. I guess. Uh, I I, th- I I saw a message message somewhere where it's it's almost like Duck needs a little bit more uh more of a beak on that on that wedge because you 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 have to be so precise 
with with the size of that beak to get it in the right places and get be able to use your weapon. I was surprised you didn't use the little hairpiece that Duck yeah, has as a I was, little I was bit of an axe. Game you know? was going crazy with the weapon this time, wasn't it? He was, <laughs> yes, he was, it was. <laughs> whacking it with any any. any I mean, I know that's what the the kind of mohawk thing on the top is kind of for. Like you know, it's meant to be like an axe point, but it, right, he went crazy. He was just yeah. firing that thing everywhere. It was, it was it was. I mean, it's good to watch, but maybe that maybe lost him control points. I don't know. Possible. You never know what the judges see, and the thing yeah. is, with with the judges, and I think, I think uh, the the next fight will will describe that. Yes. Good segue. Uh, it's the fact that maybe a little bit of uncontrolled use of your weapon might hurt you. So, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. So, we'll see. What say I, about this? As you say, uh, well, my dog started barking. Excellent. Um, <laughs> as as we said, you know, Steve, you know, very nice segue onto our next fight, which was uh, Sawblaze and Blacksmith. We finally get to see the the dragon head attachment for Sawblaze. Um, I want to know what you know. Obviously, you got you three you actually think because I, it, for me, I think the decision was correct, but it was, I don't know, it was just very, it was very close. It was a great fight again. You know, the, mm-hmm. these people, you know, they always put a good spectacle. Blacksmith, they don't always necessarily have the best, you know machine and they don't cause the most damage but they always just keep going keep going and i think they, they were a bit unlucky I, I i don't i don't know it, it was it was tough for me to, to call because i think had the judging criteria say had been robot wars criteria i think blacksmith would have won mm, but because yeah. damage damage carries the weight in, in, in battle bots i think that's why Sawblades won it i think i don't know what, what do you guys think tell tell me hit me up <laughs> <laughs> um I'm pretty biased because I fucking love Sawblaze. <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic. I, you know, it's a yeah. wonderful machine. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he's black and green, so he's got the right colours for a start. Winning <laughs> colours. Yeah, he's got a saw disc similar to ours, and he's got green fire. What's not to like, you know? Yeah. But, and it's different. It's you know, there's no other machine out there like that. And Jameson can drive like you know, he's, he's just a very good driver. So, so what, you're saying, um, what you're saying is uh, that's your tag team partner then for next time, yeah? <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> Battlebots Extreme, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, no, maybe I, it, it was a close match. It was definitely a close match. Um, Blacksmith did really well as well. Um, yeah. It was very, very close. But I think the moral of that is just don't leave it to the judges. If you yes. Can. No, never. Yeah, abso- yeah, absolutely. There's, there's always a chance for it to go wrong. If it goes to the judges, we always just assume we've lost. <laughs> I think... Yeah. Al always has a bad time with the judges as well, so it sucks to be him for that. But um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't like to call that one. It was a good fight. It was it was a great fight, and I, I think again it was a bad loss to have for Blacksmith really. But it's it was very close, and so I think Jameson, you can see the relief on his face afterwards. He was he was just like yeah. he, he, you could just see he was not sure about that. I think Al definitely thought that he'd won it. And yeah. it was. Oh yeah, big it, it was. It was. Just, you know, I, I was it for it. It's great TV to see you know punching the air and you know going around, you know, living life, and then for him to end up on the losing side. It's it's very. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hard lesson for him to to have that basically. But it's it's just the tolerances are so fine between you know winning and losing. You know, it was, it was a split decision, rightly. I think. I think as well, if if you're getting scored on damage, it's very hard to. To be fair to Al, it's very hard to win with an axe. Yes. yes. Unless you've yeah. got like you know old school robot wars or like the judge where you're punching holes in people, which it just mm-hmm. doesn't happen now with everyone having hardened armor and stuff. I just you know it's very rare to see that, mm-hmm. um, and it's a bad design choice. And yeah, so you can see why people don't do that because you just end up getting stuck. But mm-hmm. um, it's very hard to win with an axe unless you do go for the knockout. Um, 
So it was, it was unfortunate for him, but it was it was a great fight. Yeah, it was a great fight. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, you're gonna have trouble, and I I love blacksmith. I've, I I that's the thing when you see when you see this thing fight, it's it's just all spectacle, and it's it's just so much fun to see. It's so durable. It doesn't die. Uh, but yeah, without a without a truly damaging weapon, a lot. I mean, you can look at his stats and. It, if if you count if you if you don't count the quantum quote unquote judges decision, um, eight of his fights have gone to judges decisions now out of his eleven. Uh, so it's I think he's won one. It, I think it, <laughs> one or two. Or two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's it's it, it's tough. The thing is, the the more you flip a coin, the more times it's going to land on may, maybe the side that you don't want it to land on. Uh, it's it, it's tough to make to when you add the human element with judges you're you're always it, it's always scary so it's and I've, I've had a taste of this going to events myself and you do not want to have it yeah. go three minutes and be like oh i hope i won so. i think as well what like i think that's particularly with the grudge, uh, the judging criteria this year is the fact that blacksmith would have had to win all the points other than damage which because somebody was always going to win on damage it has the big vertical mm -hmm. spin it's gonna it's gonna cause problems yeah and I think, you know, Blacksmith's got to win all the control points and all the aggression points. It's not an easy thing to do. I think, they, you know, obviously they were close, but it, it's, it relies a lot on the, on the other team really messing up. And I think Sawblaze, they were struggling with the disc early on. Obviously, you saw later in the fight, Jameson kind of got the hang of things and was mm. a lot more controlled. But See, for me, I, I kept locking up Blacksmith and seeing that he was panicking a yeah. lot. Like, like, kept hitting the axe and the axe wasn't hitting anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's for me. If it was judge's decision that way, looking at it, going that you're not hitting anything. Where uh, with Sobley is, it was just one hitting one side and then going around hitting the other side. Like that was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I think that's uh, pretty much the best way to look at it. Really. Ultimately, Sobley's had the more controlled hits, and when it when they mattered, and, and it's got the good good color scheme as well. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> color scheme. Already yeah, exactly. pretty <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we'll move on from uh, Sawblaze mm. to Blacksmith. Obviously, Sawblaze getting the uh, getting the win there, just about. And uh, well, there's, there's no just about about the next fight, really, is there? Really, it's no. <laughs> Railgun Max is something else. <laughs> I mean, poor Shellshock <laughs> never really got going, but yeah, Railgun Max is. As as Stephen quite rightly put it uh, on the drop zone, is a unit, and that's yeah. that's the uh, end yeah, of it, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, how good is Ralgan Max, Dave? I mean, like from from your point of view, um, yeah, that's pretty pretty good. It's very solid. It's like built on some big thick blocks of aluminium, similar to um, kind of Minotaur kind of way of construction. Yeah. Um, probably not as strong, but uh, I think their their brushless system that they've got on there. Their weapon is quite complicated. I think they've got like four different weapon motors, like pairing that thing. So Jeez. when it's going, it's pretty savage. Um, but getting all that to work together in in unison and be reliable is is a bit of a challenge. But you know, I'd like to see them do well. It's a, nice to have a, a new team from China come over and, and and show something that's you know competing with all the American teams and doing well. So yeah, we've got two plucky Chinese teams this time. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so far they've been very good. Obviously, they they. You know, Kit Catted, Mad Catter, <laughs> and uh, Mad Catter. Uh, <laughs> that Mad was a massacre. <laughs> it really was. I mean, this wasn't much better. I mean, the first hit they took off the tooth, and then second hit flipped them over. Third hit, there goes the lipo. See you, mate. I see you, mate. Felt so bad for Shell Shot. I know. 
capped and he's like, ah, oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> it never really got a chance to show anything, really, did it? It's, it's, it's a shame, but, you know, I mean, credit to Railgun Max, they really, you know, they, they were efficient and they were, you know, they, you were, see, they were brutal. I, when they needed I've to seen... See, I've seen their featherweight in action, and then yeah. this is exactly what the heavyweight is. It just mimics everything the featherweight does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it is just it's been. I think it's turned a few heads. You know, a lot of people kind of thought they might do quite well, but I don't mm-hmm. think they thought maybe as well as they have done. I know this sounds bad, but I actually want to see it go up against Cobalt. <laughs> I re- not 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 to want to get destroyed. I just want to see like who who can destroy like beat the life of each other, but keep on going. It, mm-hmm. like, it feels it's going to be a good scrap if you ever did fight each other. Yeah, it'd be fun. We've fought Chinese teams before, so... I was going to say, yeah, you, obviously, well, you obviously won in China, didn't you? So, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of the Chinese That's teams true. are very underrated as well. Like, yeah. yeah. They're, they're so, they've improved so quickly. If you compare like their rate of evolution over in China compared to the UK and, and America, like, yeah. it took us... You know, it took us years. forever. Yeah, <laughs> we were so slow, but this is just like... The Chinese all over, really, isn't it? They're just so industrious that they just so smash stuff you... out so quick that it's just good. Yeah. So, do you think if there's another season, will there be more Chinese teams coming over then? Uh, I've got no idea. That, that's <laughs> team and how many, you know, loads of shipping and flights they want to pay for, I guess. But sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be nice to see some more, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, as, as you said, you know, they've kind of gone so far within, say, five years yeah. compared to, you know, they're competitive within five years, whereas everyone else has been competitive within 20. It's kind of ridiculous, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, well, the, the crazy thing I thought of, when, I, when we were in China, I'd see like, um, there was like a Chinese version of Minotaur, for example. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you'd look at it and you'd go, you know, that, that's bloody good, but they haven't thought of this. Uh, and, you know, there's always like some little details that come with experience. Yeah. And they've basically gone and evolved from having you know that five-year experience gap that we've got ahead of them and they've just crushed that in six months and they know what they're doing now <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of the scary thing and i think more and more teams are going to learn off each other and and um get those you know small factors that make a machine reliable and once they've got that then you know they're, they're definitely going to be forced to be reckoned with over in the rest of the world so yeah mm-hmm. yeah and poor shell shock i know i mean i do want to talk about shell shock quickly but we didn't even get to see it's defensive mode sort of thing that they had but uh it's, it's, it's so it's a complicated shame. it's a shame it's like there's so many things going on underneath that shell and i didn't even know they I had omni wheels like, <laughs> yeah I, I can't believe they had omni wheels and then I, now i understand why they want why they want to have their their wheels kind of retract into their robot because i think would just slide like a hockey puck across the arena yeah um but and, and they got electromagnets that would hook it to the floor and we didn't get to see any of that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, so. it was, I think it was a harsh draw on Shellshock, considering you know what Railgun Max did in its first fight. I think it was kind of maybe they got undersold by the producers. I don't know, but it's kind of one of those things. Really, you can't really. Uh... His paint job was nice. I, I yeah, they <laughs> got the West Coast Choppers Again, guy got, to do that. It's, it was it's, awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. You know, green again, always a good color. <laughs> Definitely, exactly. Um, <laughs> we'll move on to the main event, which was uh, Tombstone and Rotator. Now. Mm. This is definitely a coupon buster if ever there was one. Um, <laughs> Ro- Rotator, it's been you know obviously well documented that they've really had a tough time of things starting up. They had they had a twisted, a twisted disc I think it was they had at the start of the year or something. They they broke something fairly yeah. major early on. Did their whole frame like tweak? <laughs> yeah, and you know the fact that they managed to get it all together fairly quickly. You know two fights. Okay, first fight they weren't ready, but the second fight they were, mm-hmm. and. 
they just took hit after hit, and I just I can't believe it managed to just keep going for so long. It was crazy. It was a really a really great testament to show that Tombstone can be beaten with the right design. Yes. Yeah. And that that oh man, uh, the Ice Wave fight. Yeah. last year and ice wave wasn't really up to speed for a lot of that fight with that blade but the the couple of shots that it did get on that on that wedge gave me gave me a little confidence to say that rotator had a, a decent chance of winning this fight if it if it just got the right angles in and man this was this was a this was a, a brawl like a, a backyard brawl with this no is... rules. For, so <laughs> this for, for me, for, for me, this this was like the fight that I was I was expecting Lockjaw to give to at the start of the season with the like the angled plow. And I think, yeah. for, I mean, I have to say, massive credit to Victor Soto for for one going in there and just to be like, okay, we'll take you on, we'll 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 do it, and then to go and win. Like for me, you know, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I I think this is kind of like a almost a coming of age for Rotator. Like, they, they've kind of been knocking on the door yeah. of like the, the, big, the big boys for a while now. You know, last season they had a really good season. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, their first big, big, you know, we are an elite team. We're here to win, essentially, rather than, you know, just be put on a really good show. Yeah. What do you guys think? You know, you know what was missing from that fight? Right. Um, it would have been so cool if they'd had some footage of everyone's reaction in the pits. Oh, you yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah. great. Everyone was just watching it like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> and then when it burst into fire, it was just like, it was, it was you know, it was, it was a good atmosphere at the time. And, uh, you know, fair play to those guys. I'd, I'd love to know what actually went wrong with Tombstone. I know, know they're, uh, they're tough chips and it went in, out of balance and that kind of stuff. But it'd be interesting to hear from Ray and just see what actually caused the fire. Because yeah. um, obviously, you know, the vibrations have shook something loose. But it'd be nice to know what, what actually went down. So. Yeah, I thought it was lightbulbs. Like it, no, like something, think... like it shook a lipo loose and then it shorted on the frame or something like that. That's I can't imagine, man. It's... I mean, eventually it was everything, really, wasn't it? It was, it was yeah, all on fire at the end the of it. Package, <laughs> it was Tombstone was a mess after that. I think it took him like two or three days to rebuild the thing. So. No way. Um, that's yeah. the, I think that's probably one of the biggest rebuilds had to do probably since since yeah. uh, since the start of uh, BattleBots has come back. Really, mm. you know, I think for me, for me, I think the. The way that Tombstone went about it was all right. You know, they, they did everything they needed to do. Just ultimately, they were just unlucky that something went wrong internally and just burst into flames. I think had they just survived the last couple seconds, judge's decision, for me, I think they won on damage and they probably would have swung the decision. I think it would have been close, but I think they, it would have been very harsh on Rotator to not win the fight when Tombstone's been on fire for like two minutes for the whole fight going through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, Ray's. How Ray sub- summarised it at the end of the match, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he kind of said, well, he beat himself. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's, he's that destructive, he, he even beats himself. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also really liked Victor's reaction. <laughs> oh, he was nuts. <laughs> he was, lo- I mean, can you blame him, really? I mean, you know, you, go out, and, oh. you go out and beat Tombstone, and, you know, you kind of think, yeah, I want, you, know, you want to see that passion. You want to see, you know, someone losing their head that they've just, you know, beaten arguably the most destructive robot there. Yeah, and I think you know Rotator really put on a good show, and they you know even losing their weapon, they didn't need it in the end. It just they, I think their plan was always going to be you know brick wall tombstone until it died, and die it did, and mm. that's the end of it really. Brilliant driving on both drivers' part though. I think they were both did a great job. You know, didn't really there's nothing more that either either of them could have done more. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that this was this was the main event 
so far. This is the main yeah. event of the year so far. Oh, yeah. I think I think just based on the the the, the build up and then the way it happened and the fire and the fact that Tombstone ran for 90 seconds or so after <laughs> it was still on fire somehow. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Yeah. It was great and you know credit to both teams to uh together and they're both at two and one. I think you know they could both be fairly happy with that because obviously Tombstone let's be realistic it's always going to be knocking on the door of the top 16 and Rotator I think that's pretty much almost guaranteed in there I think even if it loses its next fight it's going to be tough to, to not put them in after beating Tombstone so it's Tombstone's first regular season loss yeah it's kind of crazy to even think know. about that yeah it is that's that is crazy when you think about it the fact they've had such a, a prolonged successful run I mean obviously a few close calls along the way but yeah, it, it took, took Rotator to against Kobo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, that's the thing with Rotator. Rotator, for me, yes, it just beat Tombstone. Mm-hmm. It needs to prove to me that it can survive a vert. <laughs> ah. I, that's that's the thing, because Witch Doctor took it out in Season 2. Bite Force took it out in Season 2. I mean, those are two very good machines. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that that that's its weakness. So hopefully maybe they can... Maybe we'll see a rematch survive. with, with uh, Witch Doctor and Rotator. That would be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Obviously, you, you, I know you can't say it's due to NDA reasons, Dave. But would you have liked to have fought Rotator? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight anyone. Yeah. That's what I'm there for. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd, pr- I'd rather fight Tombstone. Ooh. Oh, please, please tell me. I, I mean, surely, surely I at die. this point, okay? Because you know, you, you are, you know, probably uh, obviously didn't win the last series of Robot Wars, but you know, at the time when you went last time, you, I think you. They hadn't won by that point, but you 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 were on the knocking on the door. You know, UK mm-hmm. champion. You've won in China. Yeah. Tombstone's obviously the big boy over in the US. Yeah. Surely it's 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 it, it writes itself. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait and see, won't we? we will, mm-hmm. We're that. very careful. They're very careful about speaking of other events on the show. They're like, yeah, oh, they won a yeah. UK event. Just say Robot Wars. I mean, <laughs> just, just buy the license and just say the word. Didn't they have Sir Killalot's head in, in the pits? Maybe that was next <laughs> last season. They, they, had, they actually had the original Killalot's head in one of the production offices that we weren't meant to go into. <laughs> no <laughs> way. So you pulled it out. <laughs> I, I snuck in there for some reason or other and I saw it on a desk. I was like, what the hell is that thing here? Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> followed you the whole way there. <laughs> I, th- I think I think someone presented uh, Greg and Trey with uh, Killalot's head on a plaque, and I don't know what happened with that, but there's probably another story there somewhere. <laughs> Greg and Trey, if you're out there, let us know. <laughs> It'd be great to hear. Obviously, that uh, wraps up the seventh episode. There is one more fight to discuss, which was the Axe Backward and uh, Texas Twister fight, which was the bonus fight for episode five, because, you know, Science Channel's a week behind now. Good stuff. Um... It hurt. You, my heart breaks for you, man. Yeah, it really does. It's a shame that again, Axe Backwards uh, really having some teething issues. It's, I mean, I know it's hideously complicated in in terms of internally, but Texas Twister actually put on a very good show, and I think you know, considering it was a, a bonus fight, I thought it was quite good to be honest with you. Like, I'm sad about one thing that was poor wee Spitfire. <laughs> Spitfire got killed by by Texas it Twister got itself, didn't he? It? Ah, <laughs> oh, goddamn! Spit, I mean, Spitfire's. Had some rough times, doesn't it? I mean, it was with Sub Zero last year. Obviously, now getting hit by its own teammate. Be looking for another home again next year. Who knows? Maybe me. <laughs> Send well, it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's Texas Twister that two and zero now. I think they've done fairly well considering you know last season Hypothermia didn't really do that well. Like, obviously, it wasn't mm. optimized. I don't think for you know BattleBots these days. Yeah. Um, and I think 
Texas Twister is a lot more like it. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see how long it can last. Um, so he's using the 48 volt amp flows on his weapon. Yeah. Uh, which is what we used in uh, tungsten in China. Um, and they're not a good choice of motor. So oh. with tungsten, every time we went in a fight, we knew we had one minute 30 before we blew up two motors. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. hell. <laughs> yeah. So in some of our fights, we didn't even turn the weapon on for the first you know, half a minute of the fight because we knew we had a minute and a half of fight time. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see how, how that lasts. Yeah. But I mean... it's, it's, a, it's a good robot. I do like it. It's um, it's nice to see him turn up with something and uh, be competitive. Yeah. yeah, it can be like an angled cutter and then also an undercutter if it's flipped over. So it's, it's good design. It, so it is. It's Very different. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it offers something new to the table, doesn't it? And I think they. Yeah, it, it's kind of like Surgeon General, the old the old series of BattleBots in yeah. a way. Yeah, it, I, it's I it's got that. that kind of feel. Yeah, and I think you know that so far they can be fairly happy with you know two fights, two wins. You know, you can't really ask for much more than that. Obviously. You know, X backwards. Again, my heart, ble- my heart bleeds for Kurt because he's, you know, he's put together a really nice machine. It's just not happening well, for him. He, he put up a good show, even when he was damaged. He even said, "No, oh, hit me again, hit me again." So like, <laughs> he's there for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think that pretty much wraps things up, really. Um, I have to say, Dave and Nancy, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, if you fancy coming back, by all means, do. <laughs> okay. Uh, take care, guys. Thank you. Okay. Well, With that said, I've been Sam at sixty-four. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. Uh, two Penny Milk. And Dave Malt. And we'll see you uh, next week for the eighth episode of BattleBots 2019. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.